Lincoln Live today focuses on Severe Weather Awareness Week, and this would be the day that we have the statewide tornado drill, another reminder to be prepared during severe weather season in the event that a tornado warning were to be issued for our area. On the phone with me today for Lincoln Live is Lincoln Lancaster County Emergency Management Director Jim David Saver. And Jim, thank you for joining us. Jeff, my pleasure. We're into another weather season, and, you know, we didn't really have a very active year in, in 2021 necessarily, except for mid-December, which was highly unusual. Let's go back and talk about that a little bit, uh, kind of recap what happened and uh, how out of the ordinary that event was. You're right. I mean, it's it's rare under any circumstances, and the fact that it happened in the middle of December in the Midwest makes it even more rare, but I certainly commend the National Weather Service for their subject matter expertise um, and just the system that they have in place to give advance notice and warning of a severe weather event like that and then continued monitoring throughout so we can keep the general public uh, informed. Obviously, life safety is the most important thing, but anything we can do to potentially minimize the damage, property damage, whatever the case may be, um, we certainly want to do that. Looking back on that event, there was a confirmed tornado that happened, and I believe it was reported initially, and I believe in Saline County, and it worked its way past Pleasantdale and into the northern and western portions of Lancaster County and lifted somewhere near Malcolm. Is that correct? That's correct. The confirmed tornado that was in Lancaster County was confined to northwest Lancaster County, and uh, pursuant to our siren activation protocol, uh, if the National Weather Service issues a tornado warning, we will activate the outdoor warning sirens. And the Lancaster County is broken down into five areas, northwest, northeast, southwest, southeast, with the city of Lincoln and Lancaster County from the west edge to the east edge are the central portion. So when that warning was issued, since the Weather Service confined it to northwest Lancaster County, that was the only section of the county where the sirens were activated. And, and of course, had that been traveling in the general direction of the city of Lincoln, then the city of Lincoln and the central portion of Lancaster County would have been alerted too. Absolutely. We're monitoring that um, real time, not only with the official feed from the National Weather Service, we had also deployed our certified storm spotters who are members of the Lincoln Amateur Radio Club. So we've got a couple redundant layers of uh, monitoring and notification if need be. And the Amateur Radio Club here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, they've been a part of the network here a long, long time, and they've been proven time and time again to be very, very valuable. And, and they do it on a volunteer basis. They're not paid to do this sort of thing. Correct. When they're deployed, they're covered by the Emergency Management Act under state law. But yes, the, their time and effort is all on a volunteer basis. Talking with Jim David Saver, the Lincoln-Lancaster County Emergency Management Director here on Lincoln Live on KFOR. Severe Weather Awareness Week today is the statewide tornado drill. Uh, we'll kind of go through the breakdown of that process here in, in just a few moments. We've always heard time and time again that Lincoln has been relatively immune from major tornado strikes, but in the last couple of years we've had some very close calls. Um, would you say that the major tornado strike factor has been pure luck on Lincoln's behalf, or is there truth or any sort of underlying validity regarding why Lincoln has not been hit by a major storm like uh, people in Omaha and out in Grand Island too over the years? 
Correct. I, I defer to the subject matter experts when it comes to weather like that, but um, we've been very fortunate in that the tornadic activity that we have seen, uh, damage has been minimal and, and really no injuries to speak of. Um, but I guess on that same note, I certainly don't want people to take anything for granted. You know, on a blue sky day, I do everything I can to promote preparedness. And you don't need to overwhelm yourself. Just maintain your situational awareness. Uh, pay attention to the weather forecast for the rest of the day over the next couple of days. If you have any outdoor activities planned, um, are you keeping an eye on the sky? So just because we haven't uh, suffered any major strikes doesn't mean that, that we can't. With the statewide tornado drill uh, happening this morning, I guess, what are some things that folks need to do or have with them if they're at work, at home? Kind of break that down for us. Yeah, again, focusing on that preparedness and just kind of paying attention, um, make sure that you have a way to keep in touch with changing conditions. You know, a NOAA weather alert radio is always an excellent resource for people to take advantage of. The other thing, too, take advantage of the technology readily available in the world today with a cell phone alert. I know our, our media partners do a great job of getting information out in a timely warning. So, again, just maintain that awareness level. Don't, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't get paranoid. Just pay attention. When it comes to basic preparedness, do you have things close at hand, at home, at work? Um, one thing to do, especially during severe weather season, is consider your shelter options. If, if your home or office is on the ground floor without a basement, what, re- what options do you have readily available? Um, if you are in a workplace setting, is someone in charge of that, that if we're in a severe weather warning, a tornado warning, is there someone on the premises that will take the lead to ensure that everyone is accounted for? Um, and that's what the statewide tornado drill gives everyone an excellent opportunity to, to test their plan. That's Again, that's where I start with is have a plan, have a basic idea of what you would do. Uh, the basic necessities, um, like I said, that weather alert radio, a basic first aid kit, uh, a flashlight doesn't do you any good unless it's got fresh or uh, recently charged batteries. Uh, a, a cell phone is, is almost an assumption in today's world, uh, but again, with a, a low battery or a discharged battery, it probably doesn't do you any good. So again, just kind of assess your individual circumstances at home, at work, plan for you, plan for family members, uh, don't forget pets, and obviously anybody that has any special needs. If a family member or a member of the household requires prescription medication, things along those lines, do you have that basic you know, readiness package, that go bag that if you do, do need to seek shelter, you can do that. If it's an emergency that requires you to evacuate on short notice, have you given that some thought and are you prepared to do that? One thing would be to maybe wear shoes when you go take shelter because I remember my dad being a claims adjuster for many years always said anytime there was a warning, you know, get your shoes on, let's go down to the basement, obviously because of loose debris, glass, nails, that nature too. You're exactly right. And again, just kind of any pre-planning that you can do along that line, that if you do 
need to seek shelter in the basement or, you know, a, a fortified area on a lower level, um, make sure that, that unbeknownst to you, somebody hasn't turned that into long-term storage. So when you and family members or you have a few coworkers uh, head to your shelter location, you see that it's already occupied with some clutter. Again, that's just, you know, we, we uh, try to emphasize that throughout Severe Weather Awareness Week. And then again this morning as we prepare for that statewide tornado drill at 10 a.m. With that said, so the drill will start out with a tornado watch, which will be a mock watch. And then when does the mock tornado warning go into effect and what's the process from there on your end to get the test tones and alerts and the sirens to activate? Correct. In Lincoln and Lancaster County, we are covered by the National Weather Service's Valley Office. So when they issue that test tornado warning at 10 a.m., I will activate the outdoor warning sirens throughout Lancaster County. And that's when we encourage people to not only test their shelter plan at that place, but on our emergency management website, there is a tornado participation form. It's a simple uh, fill-in-the-blank online form, and I encourage everybody um, at home, at work, at school, whatever the case may be, if you participate in that drill, uh, please take a few minutes to fill out that form. If it's in a school setting, I don't need every teacher to fill one out, but just one per site. We have been doing this for the past several years. Uh, the statewide drill was actually canceled in 2020. We were able to do it last year, and we had very strong participation throughout Lancaster County with our schools, our health care facilities, and private businesses. And another quick reminder regarding the outdoor warning sirens, that's the main purpose for outdoors use. So if you're in your home and you're waiting to hear the sirens go off and there's a warning that's been issued, don't rely on the fact that you need to hear the sirens to go to the basement, right? Absolutely, and every opportunity that I get to reinforce that, I certainly do that. We call them outdoor warning sirens because that's exactly what they are. The intended target are those people who are outdoors and may not have ready access to a radio, their cell phone, whatever the case may be. Uh, so again, if, if you're inside somewhere, whether that's home, school, business, if you do hear the warning sirens, obviously uh, heed that, but again, you're not the intended target. Final question is, uh, what else do people need to do to be storm prepared? Anything else that um, we haven't mentioned already here that people should know about and, and have ready at any time that severe weather should strike? I think just keeping those uh, basic necessities readily at hand. You know, in a more long-term preparedness, I always stress the 72-hour rule. You know, if the world as we know it came to a screeching halt or there was a significant disruption in the normal routine, do you have what you need to take care of you, you know, your, your family members, those in your household for up to three days? We would like to think that we're never going to see that worst case scenario, but if you've got a three-day supply of food, water, basic necessities, um, hopefully we'll be well on the road to recovery before we hit that three-day limit. 
Um, but that's a, a good general rule to follow. Jim David Saver is the Emergency Management Director for Lincoln Lancaster County here on Lincoln Live. And another reminder, when severe weather does strike, Jim mentioned, of course, having a weather radio, but you can also have a battery-powered radio tuned into KFOR, any of our alpha media stations, along with our web streaming as well. Jim, thank you so much for joining us here for Severe Weather Awareness Week. Yes, sir. My pleasure to participate, and thank you. Thank you for listening to Lincoln Live here on KFOR.